talking crime, cases, and backing the blue. Now, here are your hosts, Captain Ed Mamet and Detective Kevin Schroeder. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cop Talk. My name is Kevin Schroeder, retired NYPD detective, and I'm here with my co-host, Captain Ed Mamet, retired from NYPD. Hello, hello, Cop Talk listeners. We're here for another episode of Cop Talk. So today our guest is Vince Champion. Vince is the Southeast Regional Director of the International Brotherhood of Police Officers. It's a union representing the Atlanta police officers, among others. Uh, We're going to touch on the Atlantic Public Safety Training Center today, which is really AKA Cop City. And uh, so Vince, welcome, Vince. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. So, Vince, could you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself, uh, where you were a police officer, how you got started and involved in the union? I retired from the city of Ormond Beach, right outside of, uh, in Florida, right outside of Daytona. I spent uh, 22 years on the road, went all the way up through everything I could. Um, then um, while I was there, I became, as a union member, um, had some friends, had some issues. Um, Command staff wouldn't listen. I became the union president for my local there. Uh, then I became the president for our local in Florida. And then I moved up to uh, national once I retired um, in unions. The main thing is, you know, uh, everybody needs representation. Police officers are some of the ones that need it the most. And I just felt this is my way to continue giving back to law enforcement uh, after retirement is to become a a union representative for a national organization. Okay. So your position is actually you're retired. Is it retired? Retired? Yeah, I'm retired from city of Ormond beach. Yes, sir. Okay. And, and your, uh, brotherhood union, what other police officers do they represent besides Atlanta? Um, well, we have, uh, the Fulton County Sheriff's office, which is here in Atlanta. We also have our, the county, of course, that Atlanta's in. We have the Lawrenceville Police Department um, in Georgia. We have uh, Dothan, Alabama. We also represent uh, Flagler County Sheriff's Office in Florida. We um, have Boise, Idaho. I represent Boise, Idaho. Uh, we have different agencies throughout different cities that uh, we represent. Um, my counter um, also represents some of the uh, northern unions up in um uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, things of that nature. So we are a national union. Oh, okay. And now do you actually do the uh, contracts as well with the cities and the police department? Yes, sir. For the cities that have them, uh, state of Georgia, okay. they don't have contracts. Florida does. So we're able to do those. Any any place that, you know, they have the collective bargaining um, capabilities, then yes, we negotiate the contracts. Oh, okay. Great, great. Yeah, here in New York City, we have uh, police unions and then we have the FOPs as well, uh, city, mm-hmm. state, and national uh, level. Um, okay, uh, so basically we're here to talk about the Atlantic, the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, so AKA, also known as Cop City. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, the history of it, and what's going on? Well, you know, they, they've been planning a new um, APD used to be in a, and their training facility was a, uh, they took over uh, old elementary school. Uh, the it served its purposes for the while. Um, you know, it was just an older building. It was costing a lot more to keep up, and you know they they lived with it as long as they could. But then they needed to find another place to to do training. So they wanted they had this. Um, you know, it's been in the works for many many years. Uh, at least two mayor cycles that I know of. 
uh, possibly up to three. But they were just looking for a better place to do training and something that can be um, used by not only APD, but other law enforcement agencies. And they also then got together and wanted to bring the fire department in also so it can be a multi-training facility. And they came up with this training facility. They had the property already. City of Atlanta did. So it went from the drawing board into, you know, reality. So they thought, and they just, they've now in a school, actually, it's a trade school, which is nice of them to put them in there, but they just needed the, the facility. So they sat back, looked at it and asked, you know, what could they do? You know, what do they need? And that's when they came up with this, you know, state of the art facility that'll have realistic buildings in it, such as apartments, um, you know, convenience stores, gas stations, things that put officers into real life situations before they actually get into real life situation. And we all know I, one of the jobs that, that other than being a motor officer that I enjoyed the most when I was working was a training officer. For the last seven years of my career, I was in the training officer position and one of the best officers there. And, you know, we, we function how we train. So APD has actually put that to practice and they're building a facility that will do exactly that. These officers will actually be training the way they will be policing out on the street. If the um, <clears throat> location has been used for over 50 years uh, and it's you know well known, why is it suddenly a problem? That's the, that's the, the million dollar question. Um, if you look at, you know, it, it it started out, of course, everybody saying and about who's actually there now, you know, causing all the issues um, about, um, you know, the landscaping and stuff. But, you know, APD has gone out of their way to uh, use some of the green space. They were going to put in parks in the facilities, ball fields, uh, uh, nature trails, things of that nature that they, um, you know, to try to took that they're taking 85 right now i think it's a it's about 85 acres 85 acres that they're using of something like 300 over 300 acres that are in that area that, that the city actually owns so um we don't know what the real problem is um what we're being told of course and everybody's seeing is the actual um they're saying it's for the environment and tearing up the trees and things of that nature and you know, don't know how true that is, but that is what we're being told. Um, you know, the other issue that that I don't seem to understand is a lot of people are talking about these days that we need more training for law enforcement and better trained cops will make, you know, the streets safer and better. Well, that's what we're trying to do here is build a, a facility that will do exactly that, put better officers out there, get them better trained. But people are trying to prevent us from doing that. So I'm not really sure. I don't really know how to answer your question other than that's what we're being told, that it's an environmental thing. Well, given that, how does the city of Atlanta uh, take back control of the uh, of the site, of the project? Well, and that's what they're trying to do. Of course, they've got officers that are there manning it. Um, the state, you know, the, the uh, Georgia State P Patrol, the local, uh, the other uh, adjoining county and city, the cab, they're assisting. Um, you know, unfortunately, the actual uh, meetings of how they're coming to that decision and what they're doing, I'm not privy. Uh, 
uh, too. So I don't exactly know what their thought process is. But what I do know is that every uh, man and woman officer that are on the street is in favor of this. Uh, the city's in favor of this. Um, the council is in favor of this. The mayor is in favor of this. So I'm assured that they're going to do everything they can to make sure that this goes through and whatever that takes at this point. Well, what if it, what that uh, is, I don't know. Well, what if it results in the potential for disorder? Will the city um, do what they should be doing and put it down to disorder? Yes. Uh, I, I think, um, especially the last time, uh, the last one that just happened, um, the chief is very... Um, he's been very, very clear that this is not going to be tolerated. Uh, our governors um, even stepped in and made comments that, you know, this is not going to be tolerated. So I believe, at least from what we're being told and the directions that we're given, that the local and state officials are going to make sure that this happens and they'll do whatever it takes to get it built. And at the end of the day, what it takes is and what they're doing is just uh, enforcing the laws when these uh, individuals decide to break them. And as long as you know they keep breaking the law, our officers and command staff and everybody will make sure that they're arrested and as if anybody else would be. Yeah, you know, what I found most interesting is <clears throat> during my long career in the New York City Police Department, we've had just the opposite occur. When you when, when the police department was looking to close down police uh, stations, there were demonstrations against closing it. So uh, it goes both ways. Yeah, it's surprising, like I said, how how these things have changed. You know, the interesting part here is the public, at least the greater Atlanta public, doesn't have an issue with it. And even in this last thing that happened where they had multiple arrests, there were really only two people from the area that would really you could look at and go, okay, well, maybe maybe you don't like it because of whatever your reasoning is. But the you know, this is one of the first times that I've seen that kind of everybody, community, command staff, state, local officials, everybody's saying this is a good thing, but we're having to argue, really having issues with people that are from out of the area that don't even really know what it's all about. You know, Vince, uh, I mean, now I believe the training center, it's now a national symbol for both cop haters as well as, um, you know, uh, supporters of law enforcement. Uh, if this is not built and it doesn't work out, if it doesn't go through and it's stopped, I believe it'd be a big blow to uh, law enforcement throughout the country. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I, I think that is a true statement. Um, it, you know, and it's nothing that the city wanted to be in that position, but they're here now. And it doesn't appear that the city, like I said earlier, um, are going to bow down to these, um, I don't know, terroristic attacks or attacks upon something that there really isn't any any downside. You know, if you've got a problem with it, come and, and, and explain it, you know, talk to the council, talk to the mayor, sit down and, you know, go from there and say, these are why we don't want it and and see if you can do anything. Because like I said, um, the city's answered a lot of the questions <clears throat> that you would think people would have as far as, um, you know, they're following all the guidelines that everyone else has to follow. When you build a building, how you have to put the trees back and do all that. They're putting space aside to have people to be able to come to be in the area. The community is, um, as far as I know, the community 
it's almost like an open line to talk to the city officials to put in their input about this facility. So the, the city has been as transparent as they can be for what this is for. And that's it. And, and it, it, you know, for all the saying the rumors of this is going to be some nefarious place or anything, it's not. It, it's a place to train not only APD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. But they're, they're reaching out to the whole state of Georgia. Any of these, some of these agencies, and you know, coming from a bigger agency, you theoretically, you have more finances, you have the ability to do things, but we've got a lot of smaller agencies, you know, 40, 10, you know, 30, 50, 60 man departments that their budget isn't as big as a APD. But if they can go to this facility and get the training, again, it's not just better training for APD, it's better training for the, the whole state police officers that now can get there because it doesn't cost as much as it would for them to send them out of state to travel or to bring the the training to them. And we all know that training budgets have always been hit. They're usually some of the first to go, unfortunately, when, you know, budget cuts hit. Do you know the idea of regional training centers is not a new one. New York State um, has them. The New York City Police Department has its own police academy, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and many agencies from outside the city send people to get training but upstate New York does have regional training centers, and in all my years, I've never heard of anybody complaining. That that's what's surprising me as to why uh, that's happening uh, down where you are. And what I want to ask you, <clears throat> uh, well, I want to state that my review of of the project is appears to be um, there are two groups: the environmentalists, or so they claim to be, and then you have the anarchists. Uh, is there a third group? No, those are the only two that we've been able that they've been able to identify. And, um, you know, there's there's no no other that we know of. Um, So and again, these anarchists, though, they're a unique group because, you know, with this last thing, they did this uh, the last attack, I guess, for lack of a better word. They did this under the guise that there was a musical festival close and then 100 plus of them, 150 from the music festival walking through and getting to the facility site, they were able to arm themselves with shields and weapons and change clothes. And then if you actually look at it, they, they you know, they started with fireworks to uh, basically, you know, get the officers off guard while you're doing that. Then they went to bringing in the Molotov cocktails and doing it, you know, somewhere, somehow, at least those areas, 
are apparently getting some type of training or some, somehow or another, they're getting the funding and different. And, and I don't understand how that is. And we, and no one's been able to really say that, but these just don't appear to be people that all of a sudden decided, you know, they're upset about this training facility and they're going to run over there and do something. This was well orchestrated and just don't understand. We don't understand who the group is right now. Well, we, we saw that in New York City during the um, in 2020 after the George Floyd case, uh, where these groups were well organized here in New York. They would appear with signs that obviously were made beforehand, uh, and they were they appeared with the weapons. <clears throat> so uh, we know that the the there are these organized groups out there, and I hope that the FBI is monitoring them. But another question I had, <clears throat> other than the um, uh, anarchists being in the way, and maybe the environmentalists, are there any legal um, uh, constraints involved here to construction? No, I, not that we, not that I've heard of, um, you know, the permits, they're getting permits just like anybody else. Um, there's been no, you know, the city of Atlanta's owned this property for quite some time. I mean, they theoretically, they've done some training there, you know, in the, in the wooded area and things of that nature. So there's never nothing that, um, has been reported to me that there's been any kind of legal issues or other than, you know, the arrest made stuff outside of that, to my knowledge, there are no legal issues at all. Uh, well, the polls show that uh, the majority of the people support this project. I believe it was a uh, 48% uh, uh, for it and about 46 opposed. Uh, am I correct? Yes. And is that enough support to get this thing going? Oh, I think we, I think we've got that. I, I don't think the support for the, uh, uh, at least for what we can see in the poll and everything, I don't think the support to uh, not continue working is ever going to be there. I think we're going to have the support to build this and continue. And the interesting part is that the Atlanta Police Foundation is one of the uh, main uh, donators of finances and stuff. And they've, you know, those are it's a private organization they get donations and stuff so um that just shows that the community and it's not just officers that donate anybody can donate and go through that you know foundation so it just shows where they're at as a matter of fact even they're talking about replacing the hardwood trees and stuff that were that have been taken down so it's just it, every everything that could it's almost like the city has tried to look at everything that maybe could be someone saying we shouldn't do it for this reason, that reason. It looks like all the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, but we just have this faction that we really don't know what the issue is. And, you know, I've seen things in the past, like you all have, where the community was against it, and that's never a good thing. You always want the community on your side, no matter what we're doing, and we've got that now. So, like I said earlier, there's more for this than against it. And it appears at least the ones that, you know, that, that APD has been able to arrest um, on this and the other agencies have been able to arrest and assist with were from out of the area. Including France. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they care about. <laughs> That's what uh, I was wondering. Why would, why would someone <laughs> from France be interested in what's going on in Georgia? Yeah, I, I, I just don't. And I wish we knew, you know, if it's something, you know, just. Tell us what it is, you know, be honest about it. What do you want? You just not want police officers because, you know, you kind of get to the point in my personal belief is it's kind of, you just kind of get to that point because, you know, we've tried to answer everything else. And even here, um, 
you know, the community had given a list at one point of things they wanted changed. There were 10 different things. Nine out of the 10, the city of Atlanta was already doing. So that worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this has been brought again. The city's been transparent to the community as what's going on. Give them an open line to call. Tell us what's wrong. That, that's been done. All of that's been taken care of. But yet, do you just not? And then you talk about training, as I said earlier. We're about to build a, a, tra- a state-of-the-art training facility, and now you don't want us to build it, whoever, you know, they are. Yeah. You know, um, is there a concern, Vince? Is there a concern that no matter what the outcome is, that the cop haters and the whack jobs out there will continue to uh, you know, have a problem with this? Yeah, that's, that is a concern, and, and uh, um we just because we just don't know. I mean, first and foremost, you know, you, you don't really know why. So, of course, if we get it built and everything, there's always going to be that concern. Or are these people going to come back? Are they going to wait to? And, you know, like your statement earlier that this, you know, holds up a kind of a, a symbol in a way, which was definitely not intended, but it does. You know, is it now going to be a symbol that once it's built? then now we try to take it down again. And, and, and I know that's in the back of the minds of, uh, of the council and the, and the city, but again, the good news is they're not letting that waiver. It doesn't appear. Yeah. You know, Vince, the cop haters will never be happy. We know that. Why doesn't the mayor just move on, just be, be done with it and move on and get this done? Well, I think pretty much that's what they're trying to do. I mean, I don't know that um, there's any hesitation. Um, I have not had any of that. I think that, the only thing, if there's any hesitation at this point, is trying to figure out how to uh, better secure the facility and make sure you know, that, that that's taken care of. But as far as um, wavering from doing it, uh, the mayor's never given indication to us and or, as far as I know, to the APD that he was going to waver in any way. So uh, well, we this- all know anywhere else, getting things done is kind of slow when you go through the cities anyway, but... You know, I don't think this is uh, one of those reasons. <clears throat> hey, Vince, you, you have these uh, two groups, the environmentalists and the um, cop haters. Uh, but how do you know that the environmentalists are not disguised cop haters? Because we've seen that here in New York also. You know, the, the radicals will claim that they are part of some legitimate group uh, when they're really not. And I suspect that that's going on down uh, where you are. So do you have any information in that regard? Um, don't know any, um, a hundred percent. I do know what I do know is that, um, our officers, you know, because of Atlanta being, you know, the civil rights area, um, uh, a lot of, um, uh, dignitaries come to this, come to the city and stuff. Uh, our officers have a multitudes of just like New York, uh, the type of investigative uh, experience and stuff they have. So those are things that uh, not only with all of the surrounding agencies and stuff that they are looking into is exactly who are these people, who are they trying to, um, you know, who are they trying to, you know, infiltrate? Are they who they really say they are? So yeah, are all the people that are looking into this is definitely trying to see if that's um, happening well, Vince, thank you very much. Uh, Vince Champion, uh, thank you for being on Cop Talk today and uh, as our guest. And thank you for your time. And we wish you luck and God bless and be safe out there. Great. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. Thank for the you. Time. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.